Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Losing in that 21st century, kicking wide left to it. Long snap slower than anybody you ever seen do it. And welcome back to <laughs> Fuck You, We Like the Bengals. I'm your host, Alex Schubert. Sitting across from me, per use, Lloyd Johnson. Bastard serving co-host and producer Cody Hucker for the day. And uh, there's an extra face here. Say hey. hello to the people. What's your name, brother? Hey, I am Connor Tweel. Hello. I don't know why I said what's your name as though I don't know who you are, because I just met you last week. You seem like a perfectly nice guy. Yeah, I just um, was wearing orange and black, and then you asked me to be here. Yeah. I don't know why. <laughs> of course. But you were happy to have you. You uh, you started stand-up how long ago? Uh, I started last July. Nice. How do you like it? I mean, I'm, you're still doing it, so I'm assuming it's like you love it so far. Yeah, dude. It's awesome. I'm... Uh, I'm actually about to, after this, go host the Pro-Am at Go Bananas. You're not just hosting the Pro-Am at Go Bananas. You are starting or, or starting or continuing. How do you mean? Like, this, I'm doing it all month long. It's I like know. a little residency thing. I know, dude. So like, you st- you're starting to host. Is this your first one or your second one? It's my second. Cool. So you're like continuing your reign at hosting the Pro-Am at Go Bananas. Yeah. So it's like, hey, we're just like giving you, like, I think they did this for Mike Cronin for like a year and a half. Or like Mike Cronin, like when he started off, you you remember this, Lloyd? Yeah. He hosted, you know Mike Cronin? <clears throat> yeah. He hosted the, he, well, when you hosted the program, like when I first started, you just started the program. Yeah. Like you didn't like, you didn't like, wait, also, do you go, you, I'm not going up between sets. It's still piggyback uh, and stuff. I'm just setting up the show yeah. and everything. Good, good, good. Yeah. So Mike Cronin, yeah, like Mike Cronin did that for a year and a half and he like sort of became like one of the funniest people I know. Yeah. And uh, so you're. Like this is like your first experience, like actually going first at a show. How do you like it so far? It's good. I like doing it uh, at Go Bananas a lot better. I hosted a a show last night, uh, just a bar show, and the show ended fantastic. But it started with only four people. So, I love those shows. Yeah, it's awesome for everybody except the person going first. <laughs> He's like, oh, I gotta warm the crowd up and get them to laugh. So yeah. all four of you, uh, scooch in closer. Yeah. <laughs> I, that that's so uncomfortable as a host when you're just like, "All right, everyone, um, I know you're comfortable where you are, but come closer, please. Come be near me, yeah, because this is about me, <laughs> me. Yeah. You're you came here on your own accord. You planned your night around this, but no, make it about me, dude. And they're all sitting like." right next to each other and you don't want to make eye contact with them the whole time no but if you look anywhere else 
They're like, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? Does he not know we're right here? I, I disagree. I say you make, you make eye contact the whole time. You establish dominance and keep it. You're the one with the microphone. You're the one with the loud voice. Yeah. Own it. Run that shit. Absolutely own the shit out of it. And where was this bar show again? It was at Symposium. Oh, in so Walnut it's Hills. Yeah. It's the the it's like the new kind of like group of shows you guys are running. Yeah, yeah, and it's awesome. It, I not the show turned out awesome. And I mean, yeah. I had a fine set, you know, like I said it was just four people and then people came in afterwards. So That's kind of how like when I closed out Chameleon last year, that's kind of how it was because like to start, I was like, you're kind of like having like, oh my God, do I have to like, I, one of my least favorite things is to, I hate barking. Yeah. It's the fucking worst. Cause yeah. you feel like such a, you feel like such a whore when you do it. You're just. Yeah. I also don't have the most inviting tone. <laughs> you know? He's like, come watch a show. It will be very funny. Yeah. <laughs> more or less. There was one guy that was like, oh no, I'm actually too drunk right now. And then he got behind the wheel of a car. <laughs> we Good tried call. yeah we tried to get him in last night he's like oh no thank you i'm too drunk and then proceeded to get a dui <laughs> as far as we know yeah <laughs> or you know kill a family of four whatever yeah hey n- you know silver linings yeah <laughs> dude like i remember when i my i think my first hosting <clears throat> weekend at wiley's there were 30 people the entire weekend like Damn. combined yeah it was awful and then the headliner, I mean, I like the guy, but I don't want to put him on blast or anything. But, like, he told me and Carrie Klaus, another comic from Indianapolis, he's, she, he was like, hey, go out into the Oregon district and tell people there's a free show at Wiley's. And I'm just like, no. it did nothing. Nah, I'm good. And we, I mean, we <laughs> fucking did it. I got paid five dollars per crowd member <laughs> would you rather would you rather do that or would you rather be the the santa claus with the red bucket in front of kroger oh like the salvation army yeah salvation army yeah. Uh, well, he does hate gay people so he, he yeah should he, yeah only on weekends <laughs> only around only the when they say no <laughs> <laughs> um Oh, man, that's tough. <coughs> Everyone loves the Salvation Army guy, though. No, they don't. Yeah, no, really? Yeah, I have aggressively argued with one about how it's, how the whole Salvation Army is like shitty towards gay people and stuff. Like oh, that. that's right. Hammer drunk in front of a, a Kroger, <laughs> aggressively arguing with this old man of why he's a piece of shit. <laughs> he's just like, I want your loose change. <laughs> and I want to fuck yourself. <laughs> I want your loose change so I can throw it at gay people. <laughs> Dude, nobody ever talks about how affected they were by the coin shortage. Really? Yeah, yeah. Like, they probably fucking died out because of all those coins going missing a couple years ago. That's where I got all my laundry money from for a while was Kroger. Oh, yeah. And I went there. I'm like, hey, we have a coin shortage. I'm like, no, you have all the money. Yeah. You know that box with the buttons? <laughs> That's where it comes out of. Yeah. It's, it's full yeah. of it. I'm sure. Yeah. You guys it. literally have a machine collecting change. Yeah. Crack that dude open over there. Yeah. I assure you, there's coins. Yeah. I mean, you guys have piggy banks on shelves. Crack them open. See if they have anything in them. I don't think you understand how stores work. <laughs> no, I don't. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh. I, don't, I don't think the Bengals really understood... Um, how to not turn over the ball. Yeah, they, uh, they didn't understand how footballing works so good. You know why that is, though? Because it was a wild game. Yeah, it was fucking nuts. I told Connor this prior to the show, and I told Lloyd this too. We 
have a lot to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. The Bengals uh they lost twenty three to twenty, and I can't believe it was that close. I mean, Especially not after how it started. No, it was the, the literal first two plays of the season for Joe Burrow were a sack and a pick six. Yeah. It's yeah. gross. It's not the best way to go. Also, a pretty good argument for play some players in the preseason game. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, we were just like, you have to let. I mean, that's three offensive linemen that you signed. You signed Karras, you signed Kappa, you signed Lael Collins, giving them no game action. When it's like, hey, just throw you out for a couple drives. Just be like, all right, get accustomed to it. Because like, you're going to go from no game action to TJ Watt. Yeah. That's ridiculous. And then you have you know a rookie sitting across from Cam Hayward like, oh, that'll, that should be fine. Yeah. No, it wasn't. It was not great. I mean, their PFF grades are fine, except I think Collins's was pretty low. But, but <sighs> it's still seven sacks against Burrow, four turn. Like, they, like. They looked like shit in the first half. They looked like they weren't used to doing it. No. I mean, it literally looked like everything was just, everyone was a step off from each other. Yeah. Like, there's a handful of snaps where you're like, hey, guys, you saw that ball move, right? Yeah. What's tough, how much preseason action did Mike Thomas get, though? Because fair fair amount. But so that's kind of going against the you should play people in preseason. Because he got all that preseason action, and how many passes did he draw? Well, he got all that preseason action with Brandon Allen. Yeah, yeah, okay, and yeah, with, that's true. Uh, and uh, fucking lovely high school guy. Yeah. yeah. So it wasn't. That's what I'm saying. Like, play who you're gonna play. Yeah. Yeah. At least a little bit. Give him, you know, just a quarter in the last two games probably would have been fine. Yeah. Because halfway through the game, it seemed like they're like, oh, okay, this is how we do it. And then, you know, <laughs> other than. Fucking Clark Harris leaving to do two chicks at one time, man. <laughs> <laughs> man. But Burrow did throw a lot this game, a lot to the other team. We got some stat lines here brought to you by Google. <laughs> For a second, I was like, damn, you guys have fucking sponsors? We yes, do, yeah. actually. <laughs> we do, actually. Hell yeah. We'll get to those. Just not per segment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, damn. This is fucking it's like Joe Mixon's Rushing Guards brought to you by Geico. <laughs> Enjoy your free fucking plug, Geico. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they're 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 gonna, they're gonna they're gonna see a bump. Yeah, <laughs> I know they're gonna be next week. They're gonna be checking their stats and they're gonna be like, "What the fuck is that? Where's this coming from?" <laughs> we got that. We got that. Fuck you, bump. <laughs> Dude, I remember watching. Um, I used to watch Tosh Point all the time, and he was going into a video segment. It's like, enjoy your free plug, Coca Cola, and then it's an uh, Asian woman teaching English. Yeah, and it was, please give me cock. Yeah. <laughs> It was fucking great. <laughs> anyway, your uh, Joe Burrow stats brought to you by Google. Uh, Burrow was, he threw the ball a shit ton because when that's how game flow works when you're down by a ton. Yeah. He was 33 <clears throat> for 53 for 338 yards, two touchdowns, and I don't want to talk about any interceptions. Four. Uh, Mixon, <laughs> 27 carries, 82 yards. He seemed, oh boy, that's also like, that's 80 offensive plays between Burrow and Mixon. Yeah. So, like, because one thing I noticed about this game was that the Bengals dominated time of possession. Yeah. Yeah. They, yeah. They if, had it, a, if it wasn't for the Steelers' defense, this game would have been lopsided in the other direction. I know. Because, I mean, it's like putting aside, I mean, the Bengals gave up five turnovers. So the yeah. Steelers forced five turnovers. Putting that aside. 
putting that pick six aside, the Bengals had four turnover, turnovers where the Steelers only got one touchdown. Yeah. yeah. So that's like, to me, that's a testament to how not good the Steelers' offense is. Brother, I've been reading since Sunday just comments from people talking about how fucking they ended up winning, about how uh, they were the better team on Sunday. And it's like, I don't know if you can call that the better team. You the, can call that the team that didn't fuck up more, but the, not the better team. No, absolutely. Like the take, the take I saw was nobody deserved to win that game, yeah. but the but the Bengals deserved it less. Yeah, that's that's, that's how right. I that's how I'm summarizing the game was nobody deserved deserved to win it, but the Bengals deserved it less because like immediately you could tell like they were overwhelmed by the lack of preseason. So you like you spend all this money on the line and don't like. Let it adjust to game speed in the preseason. They play. They had some practices against the Rams. Like, <laughs> yeah, half ass. Yeah, they yeah. spent half that practice avoiding helmet swings from Aaron Donald. Yeah, <laughs> and apparently beating up the linebacker so bad that he didn't want to. <laughs> didn't want to play the first game. Yeah, that's it. Is what it is at this point. And not like <clears throat> I was talking to a friend of the pod, Billy DeBoer. I was like, he's like, this line might not be ready, like fully, like comfortable with in this system until like maybe. Based on the lack of preseason action until like maybe week three or week four, I, I think they pulled it together by the end of the game. They were doing pretty well. They just, were, like it was just you know the long snapper getting hurt is a it's one of those motherfucker. Things, yeah. Let's talk you, about you that. You can't game plan for that. Well, I mean, you can because usually, like even when I played, when I was playing tight, I was on such a football team with so few people. I played offense and defense. Yeah, I've seen that. Before. I played the defensive end and tight end, Hell yeah. and then uh, but I was also the backup long snapper. For, yeah. for a part of one of the seasons until someone else showed that they were better at doing it. Yeah. But we, I had to practice that with the special teams as normal. Like, that was just a normal thing. Yeah, but that's like when your girlfriend, she's like, oh, you have a hall pass. If Jessica Alba wants to fuck you, go ahead. You can fuck her. Yeah, but I'm still going to practice fucking until Jessica <laughs> Alba shows up. <laughs> But what I'm saying is when Jessica Alba does just out of nowhere show up on your doorstep, your shit's going to get rock hard. You're not going to get a little nervous. No, I'm not. I'm not going to say it's going to be great, but at least I'm going to be, I'm gonna be <laughs> as practiced. I'm going to be as practiced and ready as I can be. Now give me my stuffed animal. I need to practice. <laughs> that is that's where illuminating. That's <laughs> where that is like, because like a bit's going well. And then I'm usually the one that's like, all right, let's take it a little too far. I don't know if it's too far. It's just, uh, I don't know, kind of sad. Yeah. <laughs> I just it, picture some poor stuffed bear at your house just full of just little jizz rocks all inside of it. <laughs> it was an old Jeff Asmus line where he said, like, um, he's like, thanks for letting me practice on you and the stuffed animals in his bedroom. <laughs> I mean, that's cool when you're 13, but you're 30 now, bro. Oh, boy, don't remind me. It's fine. <clears throat> I don't want to be here. Here, I'll be 40 in less than a month. Very true, and we'll be very, wishing Lloyd a very, very happy birthday when that comes. Probably. Sure. Lloyd's just like, yeah, sure, yeah, I'm turning 40. Care. Whatever. Uh, so let's talk about the long snapper thing, because a lot of people were saying all you got to do is make the kick. Like, a lot of people were saying all Evan McPherson's got to do is make the kick. Well, the long snapper, I mean, granted, who it was like, what, Wilcox? Yeah. He's basically going in like, I guess I got to do this. Yeah. He barely had time to practice, so he did what he could, I guess. You you know it's going to be a downgrade from a guy who does literally does three things in his entire career. Block, 
snap it to the holder for the kicker, and snap it to the punter. See, I also think once there was a there was um, a rule change suggested, I want to say like probably almost ten years ago, that on your fifty three man roster, like your specialty positions like kicker, punter, and long snapper. You should be able to have anyone on your practice squad also suited up in case something happens to those three and not count against your roster. Yeah. And then everybody was like, no. <laughs> no, we're not going to do that. And I'm like, that kind of makes sense, guys. Like, His owner's not wanting to cut one more game check. Yeah, I, I guess. I, <sighs> yeah. To what? A backup long snapper? Yeah. yeah. No, I do like – because I was thinking about that. Hockey has a similar, like, fucking catastrophe rule as far as goalies go, right? Like, they have, like, a backup to a backup to a backup. Right, like yeah. each home team has to provide, uh, like a backup backup goalie. Yeah, I don't think that's the worst thing in the world for the sake of the game. No, and then look what happened. It's like people were saying, like all Mc- like McPherson, you make the kick. Well, if you make a fifty nine yarder and shank a twenty seven yeah. yarder in the same game, yeah, that's super telling. Yeah, because yeah. like um, it's the fucking thing from Ace Ace Ventura. Laces laces out. What are you gonna say? Well, it's so much of a timing thing. Like that whole practicing, it isn't kicking isn't the big part. The timing of yeah. the snap to the holder to the, getting the ball turned. That's the part that's practiced way more than anything else. Yeah. So like when we do, I would snap and it. W- I mean, we'd go through that part a million times before the kicker even started kicking. Because when you're a kicker, you have to rely on the long snapper. <clears throat> And the holder to both do their jobs right, or your motion's going to get fucked up. Your aut- the autopilot of the thing you get paid to do is going to get fucked up. Yeah. So if the yeah. timing's off, it's it's not going to be good. It's I just- mean, it also is not going to be good when Minka Fitzpatrick plays out of his fucking mind on Sunday. Hey, you know, <laughs> he's like, "Thank you guys, I love this paycheck." Yeah. <laughs> he was. I mean, Minka Fitzpatrick is incredible at football, yeah. but and they paid him very well. Yeah, and they paid a lot for him. So they did a very good job with making that trade and shit. I mean, make it bad. more on him than they did their quarterback. Well, yeah, because they got Mitch Trubitsch tits in there, who was like very like it was such a typical Steelers thing to be like, we're going to be ineffective on offense until we absolutely have to be effective on yeah. offense. And then look what happened. It's like they they throw the bar ball 20 yards downfield for two straight plays. Just enough to where Boswell is able to make the game-winning field goal. Yeah. Um, dude, I saw, and again, it was just on Instagram, so I don't know how real the stat is, but over 200 quarterbacks have played 50 or more games, and the only one to not throw a pick six has been Mitch Trubisky. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's upsetting. <laughs> he's also very he's also very safe as a quarterback, yeah. and I saw it. Yeah. He was just like, he wasn't... He, he looked a lot like um, Ben did last year once he lost all of his arm power. You know, yeah, there was a lot of short checkdowns and stuff. Yeah, and it wasn't it wasn't even check down, it was checkdowns too, but it was also like just typical like fifteen. Even his long ones were like he only threw like even Burrow like wasn't like lobbing it downfield. He was just throwing fifteen to twenty yard line drives. Yeah, they played t- uh, two safeties a lot of the game though, and I mean them with uh, T going out. I yeah. Mean, Dude, when um, 15's nice against that defense. Yeah, and when yards at a time. And when um when T, I mean T went out with a concussion, and the whole stadium saw the replay and was just fucking <laughs> yeah. furious yeah. at yeah. the refs. Yeah, uh, you know, as uh, amongst another handful of calls that they were, yes, pretty yeah. upset about. Like 
the touchdown that wasn't a touchdown that no one challenged. It's I don't want to keep harping on that because it's like splitting hairs at this point. It's just like if this if this had happened, if this did that, I, yeah, I get not one to. But yeah, fuck that sucked. Yeah, but it, I, go ahead, go ahead. I thought the in the <coughs> under two minutes in the fir- before the first half ended, there was that one where uh, it was a toe tap in the far end zone, like the far side of the end zone. Uh, Jamar, I thought he got that, but it was hard to see on the big screen there. He. Uh, he got one foot. It was at the one where it was like at the side of the end zone. Yeah. He got one foot down, but the other one, I think he was like pushed out. Yeah, oh, the other okay. one landed on white. Like yeah. On, on TV, that was out they of replayed it and zoomed it in. Where, oh, hell yeah. Yeah. And like you can tell when like the whole crowd, like when the whole crowd cheers, like the way when they played that replay, the crowd was just like, <sighs> he didn't yeah. hear anything. So it's like, yeah, you can tell. The, uh, I sit up in 340, like on the 50 yard line. Yeah. So when, uh, uh, so when they were going for the PAT at the very end of the game, where I'm sitting, it always looks like it goes in. I know. Like, I'm just, like, fucking very uh, sideways. So I'm just like, oh, that went in. We were all cheering in that section. And then we saw the fucking refs call no touchdown. And we could not believe what we saw. Or not, or, you know. No, no good. good. It was no blocked. Um, The PAT to win the game? Then it might have been the overtime one, but either way, whichever uh, McPherson's one that was on like yeah, the Mc- left side of the field. Uh, for me, it would have been the right. Okay, so that would have been the overtime one. The overtime field goal where McPherson just badly missed. Yeah, yeah. I was just like, Ugh. yeah, it's it sucked. Yeah, but I also do want to talk about this because um, the one of the most cathartic moments that happened during the game was when Boswell shanked it off the upright. I was right there. Yeah. I heard it clear as day. And I, my brother called me after the game and he's like, could you hear that? And I was like, clear as day. And it was awesome. Yeah. But no, uh, that's another <coughs> one where, again, from where I'm sitting, it's like, I have to wait to see what the refs call. Yeah. Um. So hold on a second. We'll edit this out. It's 15 minutes. 15 minutes. All right, so I think just chalk this up as an L. It's fine. It'll be better next week. Did we have another option no. other than counting this as an L? I mean, you could. <laughs> I mean, I think if anything, the last election showed you, you can just decide whoever you want, regardless of what actually happened. You can just say shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But let's not be like that. Let's not be like that. And you guys, I mean, we'll um, – We'll get to that in a little bit because Lloyd has another podcast he's got to do. So, um, and then Connor's got to get to the pro am at uh, Go Bananas. I actually might go as well. But Hell yeah! For now, let's roast these cowboys. Let's take them. Let's take them down, dude. Um, my, uh, I was telling Lloyd and Connor earlier. My uncle Sy helped me write these jokes, so I'm going to shout out my uncle every time he wrote a joke. Fuck so, yeah. boom, let's do it. Let's uh, start with the mascot. As we always do, the mascot, Rowdy. Rowdy, the ever-smiling buckaroo. <laughs> oh, God. This nightmare in- nightmare-inducing queef is indicative of how Texas deals with everything. <laughs> Just keep smiling and don't talk about it. <laughs> how many years since a divisional win? Keep smiling and don't talk about that. Put on a big hat. That time you woke up with Uncle Jerry's finger inside you? Just keep smiling and don't talk about that. <laughs> uh, Rowdy, uh, I said he looks like the freshest big boy just got back from Nashville. 
uh, my uncle said that Rowdy looks like the kind of mascot that would injure his knee on a sex swing. <laughs> Dude, I don't know. Looking at him, I just get the impression that he longs for the time <laughs> when water fountains were segregated. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, there's just something very uncomfortable. Like, he looks like he says boy to Dak Prescott. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I'm just like, you can't fucking say that, Rowdy. You can't, like, can't. You can't talk, so. Yeah, but he just gives he, you that same look. <laughs> he looks like if there was like a made-for-TV movie, and they were like, "Oh, we need to dress up as mascots to rob this bank." <laughs> That's what a low-budget motherfucker would come up with. Looks like uh, Brownie the Elf from the Cleveland Browns went to fucking Coyote Ugly. <laughs> yeah, it looks like they're competing for the worst fucking design of all time, man. That's dude. We fucking got him. <laughs> Fuck you, mascot. <laughs> Speaking of fuck you, mascot, let's talk about this motherfucker. The owner, Jera. Uh, this loathsome puddle of scandal and skin. <laughs> he looks like a naked mole rat in a suit, but was wor- with worse teeth. <laughs> Jera. Uh, Jerry Jones um, had to apologize for using the word midget during a press conference. <laughs> Did you see this? No. No. But it tracks. Cody's like, yes. Uh, he had to apologize for using the word midget during a press conference. He said, I apologize for my choice of words, and going forward, I will only use that word when typing in the search bar on Pornhub. <laughs> Dude, Jerry Jones, he looks like barbecue sauce is too spicy for him, man. Dude, I, he looks like he would buy the barbecue sauce company just to change the formula for his taste. More mayonnaise, please. <laughs> No mayonnaise in it. Put mayonnaise in it. Did you guys see a woman sued him for $3 million yeah. claiming that she's his dad? I didn't see that until what? we were looking this up. Yeah. He's Some her, woman... saying he's her dad. It's like the fourth one, I think, that it's happened. Yeah. yeah. And uh, one of them, he just went, all right, cool. Here's your here's your money. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, the other ones, he's like fought since then. But yeah, like there's one where it was like, he was just like, uh, it got me. Yeah. Like, you could definitely <laughs> tell like. The uh, the press conference. That's this is years ago, but the press conference for it, you can see just on his face, he's like, "Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I don't." It's <laughs> very like, uh, yeah, sometimes you do. Um, I also saw like he got in a car accident this off season, and it was make it, old people retake their driver's tests. <laughs> yes, it was in an area of Dallas that's known for <laughs> prostitution. It was on uh, Dallas. It was. <laughs> It was actually, it's worse. It's called Harry Hines Boulevard or something like that. Next year, they're changing it to Harry Akersher Boulevard. <laughs> and there's him being a perv. Yeah, he said this was a setup. <laughs> and, That's right. And he said no one knew that they were taking those pictures, even though he's staring directly at the camera and like <laughs> 90 pictures. These clearly posed, groping one, putting the other's head in his lap. There's one where he's got his hand like on the girl's thigh, but closer than friends you know like yeah and he again staring right at the camera like so long as it's consensual he looks like the fucking man right now <laughs> denying that and being a little bitch about it is so lame it's very texas <laughs> yeah. it is and the president stephen jones he looks like a military issued condom filled with military issue mashed potatoes <laughs> that couldn't actually hack it in the military and really enjoys fashionable eyewear <laughs> I got nothing on him. Do you have anything on him, Connor? Dude, I don't know. Just looking at this picture, it looks like he wants to be Joe Biden so bad. <laughs> he, he looks like he forgets words on purpose. It looks like Clint Eastwood <laughs> thought he was Joe Biden. 
Uh, oh, I, that, this. My uncle and I were talking about this earlier today. The team doctor, Doctor Daniel Cooper. This. Uh, my uncle said, Doctor Daniel Cooper looks like he diagnoses every player with an achy, breaky heart. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Dr. Daniel Cooper looks like he tells players that injuries can best be healed by shouting at abortion clinics. <laughs> yeah, that's true. He, uh, he probably does prescribe thoughts and prayers. He's <laughs> like a long horse ride over that hill. <laughs> it's like my uncle said, imagine you're in a contract year and you hurt your knee and you're scared that you might just have cost yourself millions of dollars and you want a world-class opinion, and you look up, and there's some doofus dressed like he's ready to take your order at a Western-themed steak restaurant. <laughs> Man. Um, <laughs> that was fun. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Rowdy, uh, Rowdy in human form if he let himself go, the head coach, Mike McCarthy. When it comes to Mike McCarthy, it's a race between him getting his first conference title or his first foot amputated due to diabetic neuropathy. <laughs> Seeing that this is the only race he's ever been in, betting odds are really heavily on the amputated foot. <laughs> Dude, so he uh, he interviewed and was offered the Cleveland Browns coaching job before he came to the Cowboys. Yeah, but he wasn't going to take it if uh, Freddie Kitchens was going to co- or was going to coach too. Apparently, he only wanted there to be one disgusting piece of shit on the team. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, on his Wikipedia page, there's just a picture of Peter Griffin, and it took my coworker pointing out that it was Peter Griffin and not Mike McCarthy <laughs> for me to realize. Oh, we got Mike McCarthy so good. The QB, he ain't playing this week. I don't have any jokes about him, but Dak Prescott. Dak making it through a season healthy are about as good as your odds of finding an ice cream machine working at McDonald's. Yes, they are. Do you have anything on old Dak? Dude, I... He just looks like he has the worst tattoos, man. And he looks like he's so psyched on him. There's something that I don't like about his face. And I I try everything that I wrote, I would not say into a microphone. So I'll <laughs> leave it at that. He's just not a nice looking guy. Never. Uh, the backup who's starting this week, Cooper Rush. The only rush that will ever matter in Dallas is the rush for the team will be into find an actual starting quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> how, how quickly do you think they're going to ask for Andy Dalton back? Pretty quick. Yeah. Dude, imagine. He he's like, like the, what was left behind after Andy Dalton shaved. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> dude, he's like the quarterback from Blue Mountain State where he's like, dude, this is sick as fuck. I'm the backup on the Cowboys. There's no way I'm ever going to have to capitalize on this. <laughs> um. Cooper Rush sounds like the starting running back for the high school musical football team. <laughs> Dude, yeah, he looks like somebody that Disney would cast as a quarterback, and the parents are like, there's no way this guy plays fucking quarterback. How dumb do you it's, think we are? It's like at quarterback, we have Troy Spiral, and at <laughs> running back, we have Cooper, Cooper Rush. Rush. That's amazing. That's fantastic. And speaking of fantastic, the opposite of that, Will Greer. Got nothing. Will Greer... <laughs> I'm going to hate myself. And you're probably going to hate me for this burn, too, because I used to watch this show all the fucking time. Will Greer looks like if everyone who's been expelled from the Big Brother house was morphed into one person. Dude, I was just going to say, it's like AI merged uh, Dak Prescott and fucking Ezekiel Elliott. (laughs) (laughs) That's Uh, like just generic Madden didn't have a picture for this guy. So here's what we came up with, Face. 
Speaking of Ezekiel Elliott, what do you guys have on old Ezekiel Elliott? Zeke seems like such an attention-starved little child that the coaches have to promise to take him to buy new Legos if he does a good football today. <laughs> Dude, his head's he's shaped like a Funko Pop. Like, his face <laughs> is both square and round at the same time. I have no clue how he does it. He just does. Dude, and with the little septum piercing and the fucking uh, little cutoffs that he wears... He dresses the way that transphobes think all uh, male to female, <laughs> you know, that they all dress. It's like it, it's like a fucking caricature. There's no way that's a real human being. While we are on that subject, my uncle said, Hey, Zeke, why do you wear a nose ring like you're a college girl on spring break? <laughs> Follow-up question. Why do you wear a crop top like you're a college girl on spring break? <laughs> <laughs> Another follow-up. Why do you why do you run the ball like you're a college girl on spring break? <laughs> and then uh, coming up next, we have Cowboys running back and Kroger brand Tyler Boyd, Tony Pollard, who looks like he can only talk in rhymes. He looks like Bill Bellamy. If he, Bill Bellamy, if he was in How to Be a Backup Player. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's amazing. Yeah, I was going to say dollar store Tyler Boyd. Yep. Yeah, that's a, it's amazing how. It's like uh, we have Tyler Boyd at home. Yes, we do. Yeah. And let's move on to those wide receivers, starting with C.D. Lamb. C.D. Lamb looks like Piss Khalifa. <laughs> <laughs> C.D. Lamb. Man, the Cowboys are so stuck in the 90s. They have a player named C.D. <laughs> amazing. It, like Dak Prescott's middle name might as well be Lewinsky. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, he got upset about being fined for an untucked shirt. He should just go to uh, Ezekiel Elliott and get one of his jerseys, man. <laughs> Keep it all untucked. <laughs> and then Noah Brown. Uh, after all of his surgeries, he said this year his body feels like a well-oiled machine. And I guess that makes sense as to why they replaced his nostrils with cold air intakes. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. You have anything man. on Noah Brown? I do not, man. Uh, do you have anything on Cavante Turpin? Dude, he needs braces. Yes, That's he all does. I'm saying, brother. Cavante uh, Turpin. With a name like Turpin, I feel like I'm obligated to go inside of him for three years and embarrass myself in front of every girl I can find. <laughs> I that's also a, went to Turpin. <laughs> yeah, we went to Turpin. That is not a reason to high five, guys. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was like, oh, we're doing. Uh, tight end, Dalton Schultz. The smartest player on the team, Schultz went to Stanford on scholarship, which is weird because I didn't know they gave out a bachelor's degree in date rape. <laughs> Along the lines of date rape, he looks like he's probably better at lacrosse. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I do like how those two things are tied together. Right. <laughs> yeah. And no one argued. It was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It makes perfect sense. My, uh, my uncle gave me a couple of these jokes. Uh, Dalton Schultz. Dalton Schultz sounds like a small town weirdo who gives kids rodeo lessons. <laughs> and Dalton Schultz, my uncle also said, Dalton Schultz <laughs> is the most Dallas name possible. <laughs> he might as well be named Belt Buckle Tobacco Jones. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. Yeah, man. My uncle's the man. Yes, he is. But you know what? You guys, I think we got him pretty good. Yeah. You think we got him pretty good? I think we got him good. Yeah. You know what? So let's move on to some predictions and bullshit. 
you guys. This is uh, we're coming. We're this is a rebound week. We are facing a backup quarterback in Cooper Rush. We're going to Jerry World. We're gonna hopefully destroy these motherfuckers. Oh, for sure. Um, my prediction: I say the Bengals rebound. They win six hundred and ninety-two. Cowboys eight. <laughs> All right. Player of the game is going to be Jamar Chase. He has 22 receptions, 623 yards, seven touchdowns. He takes five punches to the face. (laughs) Uh, My bold prediction, Jerry Jones gropes Rowdy. (laughs) Again. Again. Wait, uh, your bold, what's your bold prediction? Uh, bold prediction is that uh, Ezekiel Elliott gets led off the off the field by his nose ring, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Cooper Rush dies. Oh, that's a really bold prediction. <laughs> uh, Connor, what are your? Pre- I love how oh. cheery I was about that. Yeah, yeah. Cooper Rush dies. Ooh, <laughs> dude, man, I don't know. Bold predictions. I th- I'm still scarred from the Jets game last year, man. I am a little afraid to face a fucking backup quarterback. At least we have six minutes of tape on this guy. So, uh, dude, I don't know. Bold predictions. Jesse Bates, three interceptions. Dude. I like it. I like that And a lot. then he uses that stat line 14 weeks later to try to justify <laughs> the max contract. I agree. Yeah. Um, I think that's what Trayvon Diggs is going to do. He's going to, like, because Trayvon Diggs is going up against Jamar Chase. And Trayvon Diggs, I've heard, is the Jameis Winston of corners. He's either, like, really hot or really cold. Yeah, he's, like, he either picks it off or just gives up every single yard. And when you're going up against one of the best receivers in football, you're going to have a bad time. Yeah, I think think this game will be a a very one-sided game. Because yeah, because the Bucks are coming off of a, a win. Do, they, they beat them nine, They beat the Cowboys nineteen three. Do we know what the over under is on the total points scored? No, no. Either way, another bold prediction. We're going over. I don't yeah. know what it is right now, but we're going way over. Agreed. We might break the over just on the points we score alone. Ooh, I like that prediction. Yeah. Finally. Not Dalton Schultz. <laughs> Plugs. Uh, check out the Bastard Sermon. As always. Uh, that's it. That's all your plugs. Connor, you got some plugs. Yeah. Every Wednesday, the month of September, you can find me at Go Bananas Comedy Club hosting the Pro-Am I at love 730. That. I like that a lot. Other than that, uh, follow me on Instagram at Conman underscore Jenkins. Love it. Follow me on Twitter at Conman underscore Jenkins. Uh, that's really it. I'll be at Helltown uh, the first Saturday in October too. That's nice, dude. Yeah. yeah. Who's uh, do you know who's headlining? I do not. You're just gonna be doing a spotty spot. I'm just gonna be doing a yeah. I I have the whatever somewhere, but I don't care about those comics, man. It's all about me. <laughs> <laughs> me. It, right now, it's all about you because like we're plugging your shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, let's. See. I wish you would rephrase that. <laughs> you know what? I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Yo, he's so not threatening that I'm just like, yeah, that, no, that's you cool. can plug yeah, my shit. Yeah. <laughs> I also, yeah, I'm like not a charity lie. case. 
I'm not gonna lie. When I said that, I was like, right away, I was like, I probably <laughs> should have worded that a bit differently. Um, the main plug I have is September 30th. I'll be at Twenties. Hell yeah, that's awesome. That's I'm gonna show. be roasting former host of the pod, Billy DeVore. Fuck nice. Oh, I can't wait. Nice. I can't wait to go after him and hear whatever mediocre jokes about me he has to say. <laughs> I bet there's a lot of talk about your hands. Yeah. <laughs> oh, how cute. It's going to uh, be some jokes about my hands that he makes all the time. I've heard them all before. So. I like it. All right. But so at the end of each episode, Connor, we say, fuck you. The team we're playing. We like the Bengals. And then we are. You know what? I'm going to exit the slideshow. Go up to here and just make sure we have it right. But Lloyd, Alex, Connor. All right. I think we only have one thing left to say. Fuck, Fuck you, Dallas, Dallas Cowboys. Cowboys. We, we like the Bengals. Wow, man. <laughs> Fuck you. We like the Bengals.